Hello and welcome to Industry Elites. On this podcast, Industry Elites' very own Natalie and Vicky are going to be discussing the latest news trending around the world. Hey everyone, here's Natalie and Vicky here with episode 1.5, Let's Talk Corona, part two. So let's jump right in. It's been a lot in the news lately since our last episode. What do you think our quarantine timeline is going to look like? It's crazy because I don't think anybody, like I said, has a for sure answer. It's all a guess because I think we like having an answer rather than leaving it uncertain. So even if the answer is not even logistically, okay, yes, this is what we're doing. It's more so that they told us an answer, somehow readdressed our brains to be like, okay, maybe it's going to be three months. They said three months. That's great. As opposed to, oh, we don't know when this is going to end. Every Everybody's minds probably would go up a couple notches of thinking like, oh my gosh, how much longer are we going to be in this situation? Yeah, it's almost something to look forward to. Or if you even thought or think about last week or last Monday. No, sorry. I have no idea what day it is with this quarantine. You and probably everybody else. <laughs> uh, we were technically supposed to go back on Monday because then that would have been our original two weeks of quarantine. So now they're that saying... was shot out of the window. Yeah, that, that I wasn't super hopeful for, but I'm not going to lie. I was a little bummed when we didn't get, I guess, freed. I know. Now back to our regular work schedules, which maybe some people were planning for as obviously some people aren't working right now and some people obviously have the luxury that we're able to work remotely. So I want, I think a lot of people are probably wondering and talking about, do you keep your same schedule as you would in actually going to work? Uh, I think relatively because from working from home, I still have to do like the eight to four. I've just been getting up, doing a workout, usually doing some form of housework, like the dishes or laundry or something, having a shower, putting on my day pajamas, because that is important to stay comfy. Your day pajamas, that's awesome. (laughs) My day pajamas, or at least track pants. I keep reading a lot of these things where it's like, get dressed. And I was like, I'll get dressed to a certain degree. (laughs) See, I saw those too when they're like, oh, if you want to get started with your day, this is what you have to do. And I'm like, okay, well, none of this is going to help me complete my work. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, I refuse to sit at home in jeans all day. It's just not going to happen. See, I can't do that either. And then I think I saw, uh, I was listening on another podcast when they were talking about what you're wearing when you're at home. And most people were like, yeah, like dressing comfy, like you have to be comfortable. Obviously you're in your home. You want to not dress up like you would for the office. And then one person said that they wear jeans. And then they're like, what does it say about you if you're the person at home wearing jeans? Okay. Suffice it though, jeans now are different than jeans were when we were younger, like 20 years ago. Now there's like jeggings. So jeggings are a tad more comfortable, but at the same point, after like a whole day of working in natural office and having comfy tight or your it's pajamas, true. you're still doing your work. I, uh, I thought I didn't have enough track pants before, but I think I'm good now. <laughs> they actually have a use. <laughs> See, yeah, now, because you can't really, I guess we could wear track pants to work, but it wasn't our first, first thing on our list to wear every day. So now all those clothes that I wore to school, like when I was in university, 
those are now getting out again and those are getting reworn. That's exactly it. I was telling my boyfriend the other day, I was wearing a pair of track pants and like a baggy hoodie and, I, mm-hmm. and a baseball cap. And then I was like, this is what I used to wear to lectures. <laughs> this is a normal outfit. <laughs> See, there you go. We're ensuring that all of our clothes get used. But I did, I did realize though, seeing that like the clothes I was wearing, I noticed there was quite a bit that I wasn't wearing. So at that point, I was like, maybe I should clean up my closet because what else do we have to do in social isolation? So I cleaned it out and I'm now just staring at the pile of clothes that I took out of my closet that are just sitting on my chair and wondering, well, who's going to take those now with coronavirus? That's a good point. Um, I was actually thinking the exact same thing because now's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. But with the same dilemma of I don't know what to do with them now. Yeah, because I thought, okay, great. Like I can give back by giving these clothes to people who need them more than I do. And mm-hmm. then now I wish I knew. So if anybody knows of someone that will take these clothes off my hands, please let me know. Yeah, let me know too because that'd be really appreciated. I'm sure there is, especially with kind of all the charities right Right now, so many people losing their jobs and just kind of mm-hmm. going through like hard economic times. I would assume there's something out there still taking it, but maybe that'll be our homework later. Yeah, that will. We can maybe post some some people that are still open to taking donations. But a lot of people I saw, they were saying that uh, the homeless shelters and stuff were getting filled up during this time. So that yeah. is obviously something to something for people have to worry about, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I, I did clean out my linen closet out of boredom. Everything is nicely folded and organized now. Oh, wow. That's good. See, progress is being made. The little progress that we can do, we're we're doing it. Yeah, just kind of anything to keep, not only like mentally busy, but I find like physically busy too. Um, Because you can only kind of work out so much. And I just find we're not doing as much like general movement as we would be if we were going to the office every day still. Yeah, I was going to say, so what's your, you say you do a morning workout. What do you do in the confines of the apartment? What is keeping you active? So far, I've been kind of switching it up on a couple things just because I don't know how long we're in for this. So I don't want it to get mm-hmm. like stagnant and then I don't want to do it. Sure. But I actually have a rowing machine and I have a weight bench and weight sets. So I've been using that like just as I normally would in the gym. But to kind of switch it up a bit, I belong to Crunch Fitness and mm-hmm. they're doing a live thing. You can go on their website if you're a member or not. And basically they have a hundred plus videos videos that you can stream that are just fitness classes anything from yoga to like Thai boxing wow. everything in between yeah they're, and they're pretty good um I've done a couple videos just to just to switch it up mm-hmm. no that's honestly I mean I guess we're really thankful for technology at this point because I cannot imagine if on top of having to be in social or I guess physical distancing isolation now of not having technology as a resource for First of all, we wouldn't be able to do, most people wouldn't be able to do their jobs, but Mm. we wouldn't be able to access all these other things, I guess, to really help us pass the time and to keep in tune with like our everyday routines and obviously working out and individuals doing those workouts are a really big factor in that. I know I've got a couple of coaches that would send free workout plans or free actual workouts with the descriptions of how to do them. So I think that's always good too, because if I see someone do something, thing somehow it doesn't translate to okay how do I do that now so here they'll they had like a hundred different workouts 
and they posted like the picture of like the motion and then exactly what you have to do and how many reps to do it. So like that has been a game changer. Oh, that actually sounds really awesome. You should send that to me. I like when they explain things, especially to, um, that's the thing on these classes from crunch. Um, they don't have mm-hmm. any kind of like weight type things with it. So you don't know how many reps to do. I just, I just kind of go until I can't anymore. Cause I don't know how this works. <laughs> go until you feed the bird. Feel the bird. Sorry. Seriously. Just keep going until you don't want to do it anymore. That's kind of my thought. I mean, I think that. that's good. That's good because you're like, sounds like you're pushing yourself to the to the max, to the limits. And I guess at that point, you can't really do anything different. Yeah, ish. It sounds a lot better than it is. <laughs> You're playing it out to be better. Mine, I'll do like 15 whatever reps of this, then 15 reps of that, and then 15 sit-ups or something, and then like repeat. And then if I'm fine after, I'm like, oh yeah, great, I did it. And I'm like, Natalie, didn't even feel burned. So either you (laughs) clearly should have done more or you weren't doing it right. Which no, I probably think I wasn't doing it right because I don't think I could have done any more. No, that just means you're in shape because your body can <laughs> handle it. So you're like, no, I'm fine. It's good. Well, I appreciate that positive insight on it, but I'm more so thinking it's just I wasn't doing it properly. <laughs> but even I mean, in the gym, like thinking about the equipment. And when you're like, when you go in, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a gym membership. Okay, going to go in and use this. And I'm like, okay. I don't want to be one of those people that's videotaped from the corner of using this machine improperly. And then we're going to end up going viral on Instagram because of it. Oh, that, that is one of my biggest fears is ending up on someone's Snapchat story. But at least my gym has uh, on the machines, it has little pictures on what to do. Oh, there you go. Only on the machines though. So if you go to the free weight section, it's, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to fend for yourself, but all the machines, it's like, you have to grab it here. You have to like the starting position and then the ending position. See, now that you say that and me thinking about it, those are on there, but (laughs) generally sometimes they're confusing. Okay. I don't, I can't fully comprehend. So I'm like, I'm just not going to do this one. And then another one, I'm like, okay, I get it. It's fine. No, it's true. I try to sound tough. Like I have some crazy gym knowledge, but if I sit down look at the picture and I don't get it, I just move to the next machine. (laughs) Well, we all know with a good workout would not be as effective as we are not eating healthy as well. So uh, what are you doing right now to maintain your diet ensure you're eating a little bit healthier or are you just like I'm just going with all my temptations I'm in isolation I'm just going for it I'm kind of going through a mix of that um I -hmm. have days where for example yesterday I ate three pieces of garlic bread for breakfast because oh jealous but today I ate relatively healthy so I, I feel like it's kind of a balance I don't really feel like anything's changed from my normal diet, uh, except for I'm not going out to restaurants and such as much, which makes me really sad. How about you? I would have to, I think I'd have to agree with you. It's pretty much even between the two. But yeah, when we, I think that's the one thing, the money things, I guess, of being 
in social isolation is that when we were working in the office, a lot of the time, it's the convenience of going out for lunch because, oh, I'd rather have that 10 minutes extra of sleep because then I won't be as grumpy in the morning, but then I don't have the time to make my lunch. So why not go out for that hour time? Now, I guess we're saving the money that we're not going out for lunch, but then at the same time, I think I'm eating a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner, which before, I wouldn't even have breakfast. Yeah, actually, I find myself eating breakfast now, which before, if I did eat breakfast, it would be like a granola bar at 11 o'clock. Or like a coffee, just a straight coffee. <laughs> Ice coffee is a food group. I don't care what anyone says. It is. I was going to say, if McDonald's could deliver, well, I, there's definitely things that can deliver, like skip the dishes, DoorDash, whatever. But if it was socially acceptable that I could just get my iced coffee delivered to me, I'm pretty sure I would do it every morning. But everybody in my family is super judgy, so it just wouldn't go over too well to have it every day. <laughs> and it would end up being like a $10 iced coffee for the delivery. <laughs> oh, true. Darn six ninety nine delivery. I can't. Oh, I just messed that. up my plan. Yeah, I'm sorry to ruin that for you. As much as we miss iced coffee. And it's just not the same when you make it at home. It's not. But that's like most things, though. Like I said, the convenience is probably half the battle of what makes it so attractive to be like, oh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll just go out because yeah, I don't spend true. time making it. I was thinking that I noticed Tim Hortons is now on Skip and uh, Uber Eat, which I just, I don't know. I thought that was the funniest thing because us Canadians, we have to have our Tim Hortons. You just can't not have Tim Hortons. I know. When they talked about essential workers, I think everybody was really shocked on the large amount of groupings of people and companies that fell under that. Like, I think people expected that that list would have at least been one half of what it actually was that all these places are still able to be functional and i understand like obviously we all are still trying to maintain companies businesses but to me uh, when we're saying essential i don't think tim hortons but clearly i might be an unpopular opinion on that no i, I would have to agree some of them really surprised me for staying open especially actually one thing that really surprised me was the lcbo and the beer store um i thought they were just going to kind of amalgamate that into the grocery stores that uh, sold beer and kind of alcohol. Mm -hmm. I think that was probably my biggest surprise. And then also, I think with restaurants now, they changed the policies. Well, I guess the legislature to allow restaurants to sell alcohol with any meals you're ordering takeout for or ordering for delivery, which is something I didn't even think would, uh, would be possible. Yeah, actually, I keep seeing Uber Eats ads for that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of funny of that falls under one of the things where I don't know why we couldn't do that before. But I was just going to say, do you think that would revert? Like so many things and policies are changing, obviously, because of coronavirus. So do you think we'll revert back? Like, will they take that away after we get out of this crisis? I don't know if something like that they would necessarily change, because if they see that it's working and it's not really causing any negativity, um, mm -hmm. I don't see why they would switch it back. I feel like people would almost be upset 
upset if they switched it back at this point. Yeah, because I feel like that's like a certain type of people that would be like, okay, yeah, like if you're ordering dinner from the place and let's say they have like a certain cooler or Radler or like a certain beer that you just don't have at your house, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not going to go out separately somewhere else to buy that specific beer. You're like, okay, I just want this one beer with my meal. So why not? Yeah, especially at that point, it's almost like an add-on versus I'm going to go to the beer store and I'm going to get a six pack of something. It's like a nice mm-hmm. little addition. Like you would just like at a restaurant like if you were to go there and get a meal in person yeah I think suffice it to say a lot of things have been altered because of the coronavirus so I think it'll be really interesting to see how that's translated afterwards and what's going to stick with people and what's not I think the one thing that should stick with people is uh let's all wash our hands for 20 seconds I agree (laughs) you know what I have noticed certain changes kind of in myself with that now like I'm um so I'm in an apartment so I'm more conscious with touching all the doors that I have to just to Mm -hmm. kind of leave the building and the elevator buttons and kind of stuff like that And and it's also kind of made me realize the chain of events with all the things you touch. So if I was to touch the elevator button, then I'm touching my phone, then I'm adjusting my glasses, then I'm itching my face, then I'm going to go touch a bunch of other things. And mm-hmm. I it just kind of like put that all into perspective, I guess, for me, it's something that you never really think about until now. No, it's true. Like you wouldn't think the whole six feet thing. And I wouldn't think, I guess, you, yeah, you wouldn't think of like a door handle. And it's like, oh no, like now I got to be careful. Like bring my glove with me or if I'm going to pump gas now like I don't think I'll ever not take like a rag or a glove with me when I go to pump gas because that is really gross yeah especially too like germs aside most of those pumps are always covered in gas too you know face yeah mortified uh, it it really brings everything back to perspective and even then like Mm -hmm. going out now I'm like oh I have to touch so many things just to leave the building (laughs) like I don't want to do this we're all gonna be germaphobes we're all gonna be washing everything as we go like Lysol wipes and my purse it's true four packs of Perel at all times Exactly. If you could even get some at that point. You know what? I'm thankful that I was a Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer porter for years. I honestly <laughs> have like 20 of them. Yeah, I'm fine. Pandemic wise, I'm good. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's one of those things that you'd always grab a couple at the checkout, but then you would never actually go through them. So now I just have all these ones and they smell nice at least. So see, that's good. So we're you're maintaining all of the cleanliness that you can and you're stocked up on as much purell as you can get your hands on it's but true obviously we're at a loss with going out how uh, have you been staying in contact with your friends is it mostly facetime yeah pretty much facetime um snapchat video pretty much just social media i feel like we've all even me and you've been snapchatting mm-hmm. our daily outfits of quarantine and crazy meals and stuff like that i actually facetimed um, a friend of mine the other day and we were playing cards against humanity um so oh, nice yeah that's all right then it only works if both sides have the same game but because we tried we tried with snakes and ladders and she would tell me where to move but it, it was just very unsuccessful <laughs> i can see how that would be really confusing but the fact that you were attempting that i mean i give you all props for it thank you i appreciate that i guess you gotta do what you gotta do i've actually come across i'll have to find the names of them but i keep seeing ads for i feel like it's called home something but basically it's an app 
app where you can go in and chat with your friends. I think you can have up to 12 people, and but you can play games with everybody. So Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I have no idea what it's called either. I'm going to have to Google that real quick, but I keep seeing it come up and it seems like a really cool idea if you want to kind of hang out with large groups of friends without obviously hanging out with large groups of friends. I know there's one called um, House Party, but I don't know if that one allows you to play any games, but I do know it allows you to like uh, FaceTime and uh, get in contact with like a bunch of people all at once. So you have a larger group of friends. I think it works a little bit better, people said, than whatever um, FaceTime app on people's iPhones and stuff. You know what? I just Googled it. House Party is the one I was thinking of. Oh, look at that. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, home? So- oh, I was halfway there. Yeah, I mean, you're close. I had no idea if House Party was the one that we were on the same page about, but there you go. Yeah, you can, uh, like, you can't play any, like, crazy games, but you can kind of do, like, um, a Pictionary thing and, like, guessing games. So it'd keep people entertained for a bit, at least. Hmm. So I was going to say, back to our grocery shopping. So one of the things that I thought was pretty, I guess, efficient and convenient, because we all like conveniency, is you're able to book times now uh, to get groceries delivered to you. And I think that is awesome because now people don't have to go in and shop for it. I actually tried to do that this morning and there was no time slots available. Yeah. So because my mom had that idea, she was like, well, instead of waiting in line for Walmart for my story earlier, why don't you try to do the pickup or the delivery delivery? They're uh, prioritizing kind of for the elderly, which I get totally cool um so i thought i would try the pickup yeah there is no slots available okay well then that's (laughs) (laughs) sorry to crush that for you but (laughs) i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna go with my hazmat suit to the grocery store can you imagine you know what at this point if you can get your hands on one i would be impressed what do you mean i'm gonna make my own (laughs) like one of those beehive masks beehive those beekeepers masks that they wear I'll put that in, but like I'll put like a little plexiglass instead of like the breathable thing. Actually, wait, this is not going to be a good idea. I think I'll just scrap that all together. Maybe I'll just ensure I have gloves and a mask. Even if I need a mask, I don't know. I just kind of envisioned you going out in public with like a snorkel set and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely would for sure be seen and noticed and someone would take a picture of me. That's definitely how you'll end up on someone's Snapchat. (laughs) I would take a picture of that. If I saw someone dressed to the fullest capacity of protection, I guess, is the word we can use for it. I would not have any hesitation with taking a picture. Yeah, I would want to show everybody this is what I saw. They wouldn't believe me. It's true. I would definitely do that. I was going to say, were the shelves all empty at any point when you went to the grocery store before? Or every time you've been thus far, they still had stuff on them? Honest to God, I've been out the last month. I've been like twice. I went, the last time I went was the Monday our quarantine started. They were out of pretty much everything basic there was no there's no eggs there's no flour there was still meat at the time uh but there was no like all the dry goods were gone pasta pasta sauce rice non-perishables those were all gone no bread a lot of frozen stuff was gone i ended up just kind of picking up what i could i ended up getting like two boxes of that our beloved garlic bread and surviving oh it's so good (laughs) i know i only have like four pieces left i'm really sad 
I honestly am going to see if I can order off the grocery store and add those to my list because <laughs> after we discussed the credible convenience of them, that's all I wanted is this fast ready garlic bread. I know it's so good. You just have baked garlic bread in under like six minutes. It's the best thing I ever invented. You know what another thing is that's really good and also uh, really convenient. Have you ever had taquitos? I think that's how you say them. Taquitos? Yeah, those are good. Those, oh my goodness. I could probably, I think I had those for lunch one time. Like I was like, <laughs> here, let me just throw in like five of them. I think I'm good to go. Yeah, I've just been, not that I don't have food. I've just been kind of lazy with cooking. So it's mm. been a lot of like Mr. Noodles and stuff like that. It's like I'm reverting back to my college days. I feel like it's kind of hard though to not you have to think of something to eat every night, right? Like, and even at lunch too, it's like, okay, what am I going to make myself or what am I going to make us to mm-hmm. eat tonight? And then you have to be like creative each night where it's like, I'd rather just think, okay, I just want to throw in this like mac and cheese or Mr. Noodles. And then I don't have to think about it anymore. That's honestly exactly it. It's just kind of almost, it's, it's so weird because it's like, I cook 95% of the time, but it's just now when it's really like kind of pushing to stay home and everything and not kind of use these food services. I'm just kind of like, oh, I have to cook. Now I don't want to. (laughs) So now it's not the point of us being busy. It's just the point that we don't want to do it. Yeah, we just kind of converted our lazy into a different avenue. Before it was, I'm really tired. I just got home from work. Now it's, I've just commuted from my home office to the living room and I don't want to cook. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say where my office is located currently, it's about maybe five meters from my room. So wake up in the morning, you're obviously getting ready, 20 minutes, grab my coffee and then sitting at my office where I was sleeping like, less than five feet away it's yeah, kind of fast commute yeah it's a rough one eh there's a yeah, lot of traffic I have like an open concept living room dining room so mm-hmm. I set my computer up on the dining room so I can just kind of face the TV and just have something on for background noise so I was gonna say it ends up being background noise mostly because I feel like we're, we're listening to something I think I mostly miss the majority of it but just having that noise somehow is comforting in this situation I have no idea why. No, I agree. And I've just been putting on like movies that I've seen a million times. So like I'm not actually missing anything and I kind of know what's going on without having to actually look at it. One that I've been watching a lot lately is actually Shaun of the Dead because I thought it was kind of fitting with all the memes going on lately. <laughs> go to the Winchester go. and wait it all out. <laughs> You have to think of your options in these times, clearly. It's true. Actually, actually, have you, on that note, have you seen any difference in Netflix since they cut the stream quality? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I saw that uh, they posted a release saying that they were going to be doing that. And I already have, as I said before, I'm going to try the microwave thing because to speed up my internet, I already have really bad internet. So now it's really not adding to the positive things that I got going on right now because I have slow plus really bad quality. How about you? I uh, I don't mean to put salt in wounds, but I have really good internet and Netflix is lagging horrendously. So I can't even imagine what you're going through right now. Well, I will err on the side of positivity way say I'm really happy for you. <laughs> it's honestly taking to, so I watch it on my Apple TV to open mm-hmm. up Netflix 
it probably takes about two minutes just to get to the screen where you can pick your user. Oh. Then it's, it's taking forever. And then it's taking about another 20 seconds to load the home screen. But then all the thumbnail pictures of the titles are just little gray squares. And you have to honestly leave it for a couple minutes and then it just all loads. So I just thought this was kind of funny because Belle was just like, you won't notice anything. Like lies. They lied. Clearly. <laughs> People are just on the point of saying of saying all these things to make us feel better, Vicky. I know. It's so mean. <laughs> Ignorance is How not dare bliss. They? I was gonna say, so at least some people are trying to make us feel better, minus making us feel worse. So I know we're skipping back to the grocery thing, but I saw some people posted that certain grocery stores were price gouging. So they had Lysol wipes that were like apparently three times the price of what they normally are. And then a turkey was double the price. So if like a turkey is like $50, like the, they were selling it for $100. Oh, wow. I, that's insane. Yeah, I heard something. Um, I don't even know what the days are now. At some point in the past, <laughs> Ford was making a comment that they're going to make sure they shut down price gouging because some grocery store was doing that for wipes and it it ended up being like $30 for a thing of Lysol wipe. Yes. Uh, that... It's just not in times like these, like we kind of have to, we have to band together and not abuse the situation. Like hordes of Lysol wipes or toilet paper and then selling it for more money on the side. You mean those people? Yeah, you can't be doing that. It's um, especially now too, because it's like if everybody had that thought process, then no one is going to get anything when you run out of that hoard stash or people mm -hmm. that can't go out all the time, like the elderly, which I've noticed a lot of stores are doing 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. is for the elderly shop now. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, no, it really is. And I've been told too that they're really going through and kind of like the store associates are really helping kind of them shop and like get around and make sure they get what they need. Um, I'm also mm -hmm. hearing online that a lot of stores are putting stock separate specifically for the elderly. So they will, no matter what, be able to get the necessities like eggs, butter, milk, oh, bread, stuff like that. That's yeah. so nice. No, I know. So these articles are just breaking my heart and like uplifting me at the same time. Hey, that's good. Because like you said, if we don't, like if people don't start caring about other people in their situations and they're just using this as a point to get more money then we're, we're not going to be in a good place whatsoever. People are just going to be worse off than we already are in this situation. Mm -hmm. Like we're all in this together. This disease doesn't discriminate regardless pretty much they're even finding it now that some children are getting cases so it's not like yeah. the younger is immune to it so yeah it's just kind of a time where you really kind of see almost like a call to arms grouping for just everyone to be one community mm -hmm. i think i think it's gonna hopefully put us in a more positive outlook of everything but i guess it just shows how quickly the scope of what they're saying changes too just because yeah this is originally something that more the elderly and young children were more susceptible to but now there's not really anybody that can't get it because mm -hmm. I think people are taking that a little casually too but at the same point people who are taking that casually were also maybe making a joke out of it I saw this one thing um this one article really 
where this grocery store had to throw out 36,000 US dollars worth of groceries because some person came in and they said allegedly looked like they were deliberately coughing on all of their produce. I read that. Um, Do you see yeah, that? That was just a shake your head moment. Well, yeah, that's just frustrating because then people are looking back and they're like, this is what our society is coming to. And it's like, no, this is not what's happening to our society. This is not defining our society. This is just people who are beyond ignorant and think this is a joke. Because this is what I'm thinking. Like from reading it, I totally thought it was deliberable. Obviously, mm. it was just alleged. So we don't know for sure. But knowing that people potentially could be doing that as a joke is just horrifying. And these poor people, it's a grocery store and it wasn't like a chain one. It was a family one. So all that money isn't like it's coming from a large corporation. It's their own like family owned business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially to, even if it was a joke, they can't take that risk. Like they have to get rid of it. And especially given the current situation, they have to destroy it. They have to get rid of it. And it's really sad because especially with grocery stores now, they're kind of struggling to fill their shelves and they just had to throw it all out. It's just a really sad act. And like you keep seeing um, more stories like that, more so kind of in the States popping up. Mm -hmm. I keep seeing these prank things on Instagram where people are like walking up to people and like coughing and they're going into stores and coughing. And, it, and it's just, it's one of those things which is just not funny. Not. Yeah. It's, it's so stupid. It is, especially it's starting to trend on TikTok too, which I kind of think that if we stopped kind of giving it attention, then people would mm -hmm. stop doing it. Or like that, did you see the toilet seat guy? He licked a toilet, a public bathroom toilet seat. <gasps> and no. Then, so he was just like, I think he was a TikTok influencer. Don't quote me. Just he he uh, licked a toilet seat in a public bathroom as like a joke saying like this is a corona toilet seat he actually ended up I don't know if it's related to the toilet seat or not but he actually ended up hospitalized and tested positive for COVID-19 see well there you go that it sounds so bad but don't potentially think that's kind of karma so here you oh, are mocking it. That's like that basketball player who didn't know he had a corona yet is joking about the coronavirus during a press conference, coughing or sorry, not coughing, touching all the stuff. And then it was it not like a day or two after they release a, a statement saying that that exact player tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, karma's getting people for this one. That's for sure. Yeah. So I think it's a lesson to most people to not joke about it because you never know when you're going to be the one in that situation and then it won't be so funny. I guess you could call it a beam still this other day but it kind of hit home. It was, it's a little dramatic but I was kind of like good point and mm -hmm. uh it was like our grandparents went to war in europe for us we can stay home for them and i was like they're not wrong wow i know it hits you when you think about it eh? that's nuts because it's so true and mm -hmm. obviously here we are we're just talking about how we can essentially cope and it's like we have no idea what it was like to live during that time where this to us is obviously so crazy, but we don't even probably know the half of what it could have been if like this was us like 70, 80 years ago. Mm -hmm. Even right now, like it's not ideal, but staying in self-quarantine isn't bad. Like, yeah, it's a little boring, but it's not like there could be a lot worse things that we have to deal like, with. We could be going to war. 
I mean, yeah. maybe not me and you. Back then, we wouldn't be allowed to go to war, but... We still have to be nurses, though. And I feel like that would be traumatic in its own sense. Which we've already discussed, we wouldn't be good doctors, so... <laughs> yeah, see, that's true. Maybe, maybe they would give us another job. Like, I truthfully don't know what that job could be. I'm sure they would realize that we're just not fit for nursing duties. We get fired from the army. <laughs> oh, the, the army that everybody was forced to be in. And then for us, they're like, up oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can go back home. Just leave. Just go. <laughs> Take care of your community. That's your job. <laughs> I know a lot of people are having to postpone and cancel their weddings. That has been another trending thing that I've seen over the course of coronavirus obviously being taken a lot more seriously. Well, I guess the, our listeners don't know, but one of our co-workers, um, sisters had to, who's supposed to be in Thailand, they've had to rebook everything twice now and possibly a third time because they don't know officially when everything is safe again, for lack of a better word. And uh, I had, not for a wedding, but I had my high school reunion was supposed to be um, end of May and that mm-hmm. got rescheduled to next year. So hopefully by next year we're okay, but it's kind of uh, canceling a lot of things people are looking forward to. And there's a lot of things in that too, right? Like even with these different events, I know for weddings, if people are having showers or a lot of people having tagging does or stags and then your actual weddings, bachelorette parties, obviously there's money involved in that. And I know several people who have had to obviously rebook and a lot of vendors have been really understanding because obviously, like we said, it's best that everybody's helping each other out in this time. And then there's other people who aren't being as accommodating. But I just, that really sucks that if you had, let's say like a thousand dollars down on something and people are like, oh, well, yeah, you're not really going to get that back. I feel like you can't do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I've heard a lot of issues around flights and travel specifically. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are still getting hit with cancellation fees which obviously this isn't something people could have foreseen and it's not like you just decided not to go on your trip like it's Mm -hmm. actually not safe to go on your trip slash hotels are closed flights are canceled like you actually can't go on these trips but they're still getting hit with all these kind of hidden fees they have to wait for hours and hours on the phone it's just it's not really a good situation for everybody but you'd think that kind of given the situation just kind of forego all these things and just refund people accordingly. Yeah, it's not like they knew the coronavirus was gonna come. Yeah, like everything we've had thus far is like unprecedented, right? So I feel like Mm -hmm. now we should just kind of forego the rules in certain instances and just kind of I guess roll with it for lack of a better word just to get kind of people's cancellations back in order and just kind of reorganize the world as we go. I'm sure I can speak for everyone by saying we desperately want to get back to our normal lives. But hopefully in the meantime, we can make the best out of this time we have in quarantine.